Hey, by the way, who's taking the lead? Uh, well, you're the star, so I think it's probably you. <laughs> Seems fair. You can see the good one, so. Uh, by the way, I like it so that if we use that in the open, we make sure that the part where he calls himself the star precedes it. Otherwise, it sounds like I just called him the star. Could you just run it that way instead? That'd be better. Hey, welcome back to Even More Mashed Up. Uh, we are a podcast coming to you straight from Misericordia University. Uh, two professors sitting around talking about all things pop culture. I'm Alan. I'm Patrick, and today we're talking about Jurassic World, and we have special guests. Wait, did you jump right to the topic? Yeah, I did. Because we never do that. Yeah, we do. No, we usually talk around it for a while, then Dan gets irritated, and we introduce what we we're talking guests. about. We have guests. We ought to be much more efficient today. Oh, good. We do have guests. Yes. Yes. I mentioned. I thought you might introduce them. Or they can introduce themselves. <laughs> I'm Tamara then. Hi there, um, I'm Rebecca Kivak, and we are take two from um, Time Shamrock. Um, we have a um, movie and pop culture blog um, that is in Northeast Pennsylvania. Yep, and you can check it out at um, timestribuneblogs.com backwards slash take two. I, I almost, I, I could almost cry because people are now advertising their stuff on our show. <laughs> Which feels like, how unfortunate for them. Introducing themselves than we are. It, but it just feels like we've reached a new milestone we've had guests before yes my daughter, daughter. and her friend <laughs> <laughs> and your son oh, oh and our, my son as well yeah that's right so yes. um way but like your son like real professionals way to pick favorites <laughs> yeah Shh. oh richard's here too i am back after a hiatus or vacation for mm. us. <laughs> <laughs> vacation for rich uh, so anyway jurassic jurassic world yes. jurassic world Rich dropped his phone. So we're, we're, yeah, pause on the Someone's a little rusty. Yeah. Tamara and Rekka, we, we've seen worse. At one point on the show, Rich would bring a huge can of monster with him. I bought oh. a regular-sized can. And he spilled it all over the floor. Oh, no. And decided to clean it up with a plastic bag. Didn't yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, I assume you've got something you want to say about the movie before we can do something interesting. Not really, because the numbers kind of stunk on Jurassic World. Really? Yeah, I didn't find much. You, there's not like, uh, you know, where does this rank in the top 50 reptile movies of all time? Or no, no. Wow. Well, it was they had well they did they had like their category of creature feature. Yeah. The top five are all the Jurassic Park movies, so it was kind of kind of boring. Oh, that's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. So what was number six? I don't remember. Of course. <laughs> so the only thing I did have. Yeah. Was in terms of uh, box office for all time June. See, that's the kind openings. of thing that you bring that people hate. Yes. So Jurassic World 2 unadjusted is currently number three. For June openings. For June for movies that open in June. Now when you adjust it, it drops down to number twenty seven. Do you can you guess what becomes number one? If you adjust for best June opening? If you adjust for inflation. Right, but for the month of June. Yes, for bo total box office of movies. I am going to say uh, Citizen Kane. No. Get by H.G. Wells. <laughs> Dan? 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 Anybody? No, that is Orson Welles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> oh, yes. And there's where, Wells books. <laughs> there's where the professionalism really kicks in. Well, we, we had did say, like, you know, books. War of the World. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a little yeah, bit of connection there. Can you even know the Orson Welles movie? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Patrick and Dan struggled with that. Yes, a little bit. So, to go, oh. so. so it's it. kind yes, of an inside joke. Yep. Yeah. Any guesses? Of the first Jurassic oh. World? 
Oh, no, June that actually dropped. That is number one unadjusted. Mm-hmm. When you adjust it, it drops to number three. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, so it's not like Age of Ultron, is it? No. Okay. No. Thank God. No. Is it a superhero movie at all? No. Oh. You said uh, June, right? Yep. Okay. So okay. It's, it's a big not a superhero. Film. Yes. We science fiction? Transformers. Yes, science fiction. No, it's not Star Wars. Isn't the Star Wars franchise? Mm-hmm. Star Wars didn't open in June. Ghostbusters? Ne- nope. Never? Transformers? Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh, my God. I wish it was Transformers. <laughs> so do not. I. Trust me, if it was, I would not be bringing this up. Oh. Um, so. Star Trek? Nope. Born. What? Jason Bourne? No. The, the Bourne supremacy. Yeah. So it's E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Yeah. Oh, which is, wow. Which has made a little, what's interesting is it made a little over 1.1 billion wow. when you adjust. <laughs> in the oh, month of yeah. June? Well, when you adjust what it made in June. <laughs> no, what it made in its entire box office. It's box office. I was going to say, 1.1 billion in June. Oh, okay. People should be talking about that a lot more. That's, yeah. That's a good number. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, but it's interesting. It is number one at 1.1. <laughs> number two is Jurassic Park. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is 400 million less. Like, there's a huge gap between yeah. number one and two. And E.T.'s not even that good a film. I did not like E.T. I didn't. I don't get why everybody loves E.T. I did not like I it. I was actually scared of it when I was younger, oh, so I don't totally have legitimate. the warm feelings that other people do toward it. Yeah. I don't remember because I saw it when it came out. So. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I saw it when it I came saw out, I saw it when it came out as well, and I, I just did not. I remember the tie into Reese's Pieces. Yes, that I liked, the Reese's yeah, Pieces. That was the best part of the film, I think. Part was yeah. the introdu- I think. Did that introduce the candy? I think that's where it really got its like buzz. Like yeah. were kind of new, oh, and then Man, E.T. Could you imagine that's when I think they announced were, yeah. the candy was in a movie? Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah. So, hey, speaking of which, Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. which movies, is the somebody said movie first non-Disney movie of 2018 to break one million one billion in the box office. And I thought we were done with numbers. You thought you were. <laughs> <and then laughs> right up yeah, somebody didn't have a lot of numbers. Show us a lot of numbers. <sighs> that's great. Though to be fair, there's only two other ones. It's Black Panther, Infinity War. So. That felt more impressive when I read the headline. I'm like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, so it's the third. Yeah. So that's all I got for numbers. That's it? That's it. All right. Let's talk about bad guys in the film. All right. Because I was I was kind of surprised at how hard this film trolled Donald Trump. Mm. Everybody with me? Yes. So, for Maybe. example, like it, when the film opens, it opens <laughs> like a CNN-style newscast mm-hmm. yeah. where they kind of are like setting up, oh, my God, the dinosaurs are on an island and there's a volcano mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the crawl going across the bottom yeah, at one point says, President, you know, expresses disbelief in the existence of dinosaurs. So number one, like from straight from the top, right. we've got a, a president who is a science denier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then – Or a reality denier because at this point well, – there's at least one right. movie where dinosaurs rampaged in San Diego. I think Lost World is when they bring them to San Diego. I think so, yeah. I, I, actually I know they're rampaging somewhere in America. Right. So, like, literally there was a dinosaur rampage right. mm-hmm. in the U.S. The point right. being, you know, just like you might deny the climate or whatever, he denies dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Then you have, I think, the greatest trolling of Trump I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The auctioneer ever saw. Who Played by Toby Jones. Who mm-hmm. literally has the Trump do. Like, his mm-hmm. hair uh, is uh, is exactly Donald Trump. And at one point, they have him step in front of a dinosaur that's, like, screaming so they can have a fan on it. And you get the comb-over flip-up, like, kind of that rooster <laughs> thing. That uh, yeah, yeah. It is spectacular. Plus, Toby Jones mm-hmm. is a tiny, tiny little guy. Like oh, the, he is. Oh, yes. The first time you see him on the screen, he's standing next to the Weasley Eli. Eli, mm-hmm. yeah. And he looks tiny next to Eli. Mm-hmm. And Eli is hardly like an action-adventure film. So he's also this incredibly, credibly tiny man. And if you pay close attention, he has incredibly tiny hands. So it's, <laughs> so it's very clear that this film is, right? Am I, 
Am I wrong? Like it, it is. Uh, I, I will give you at least one out of three. In that, the, when I saw the crawl, I was like, "Oh, that was nice." But the hair, <laughs> like you go back and watch the film, yeah. like it is such a Trump do. Then Ian Malcolm, when he testifies before Wait, Congress, bad guys. Oh, sorry. That says the following: Ian Malcolm was a bad guy. "Quote: We're causing our own extinction. Too many red lines have been crossed. Our home has, in fundamental ways, been polluted by, and I quote, avarice mm-hmm. and political megalomania." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, mm-hmm. right? Again. And so I have to make an apology to Sydney. You guys don't know Sydney, but she was a student of ours years ago. Oh, okay. Who loved the Jurassic Park. Oh, films. she does. She thought it could really happen. And I would always say they were stupid. And I would say, <laughs> defend the film, and she would say, they're great because it could really it could happen. It could really happen. It could. And now I have to admit to Sydney well, at least part of it could happen. That she was right. It, just not the dinosaur part. Yeah. <laughs> well, just not the Jurassic part. The other part we got. But, yeah. yeah. But they did have a thing on, what was it, on uh, John Oliver, I think it was last week, where there is a sci- there's scientists that are actually trying to, to use uh, genetic editing to bring back the woolly mammoth. Oh, yeah. And it's like, he showed like an illustration of like a half woolly mammoth. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like yeah, really he ugly. What, he, what, yeah. He said what they've created was ugly elephant, I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they are actively trying to bring dinosaurs back because, of course, the lesson of the Jurassic films yes. is that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. The lesson is we need dinosaurs. Yeah. See, I had a different take on the villains. Well, I've got more on the villains, oh. but I wanted to start with Trump. But you want you? Well, because one of the things I really enjoyed about the film was because you know the first Jurassic Park movie had kind of the right balance of like the the kind of horror y aspects of the dinosaurs right. chasing people. Yes. But ever since then, it's kind of been like, well, you go to these movies because you want to see the dinosaurs sort of run amok, but all you have are a bunch of innocent people that you don't really want to see eaten. And so one of the things I really appreciated I in Fallen know. Kingdom... <laughs> what I really appreciated in people Fallen Kingdom... People are people, really. Yeah. What I really liked innocent in Fallen is a, Kingdom is know, that the, the villains time. were so like cartoony, like Eli Mills and Toby Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're so cartoon... The, the games hunter that collects the teeth... They're yeah. so over-the-top yeah. cartoony villains yeah. that I'm very happy to see dinosaurs eat them. See, which is what I want to see when I go to a Jurassic Park. Here's where I disagree with you. The, the original Jurassic Park was kind of interesting because we didn't watch dinosaurs eat people all the time. Right. It was like a better-done horror film where you right. watch it kind of develop and it built a kind of suspense and mm-hmm. then the guy's on the toilet and he's gone. Right. Right? But in this film, like, they're just – they eat human beings so often mm-hmm. after a while. I'm just kind of, like, tired of the human being eating I actually felt like they didn't eat humans as often in this movie. I thought mm. that happened much more in the, really? in the first Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. Oh, the first uh, Jurassic well, World. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, the first Jurassic, Jurassic World. Jurassic yeah. Park. Right. Yeah. But one exactly. of my problems with the first, because one of the things that always bugged me about the first Jurassic World was the really kind of gruesome death of Claire's assistant. Yes. That, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of, I was like, that like that's completely unnecessary, and she's done nothing but lose track of the two kids to deserve getting eaten by multiple dinosaurs. No, that, that, that's so, a great point. So, so yeah. losing track of kids when there's dinosaurs running amok is not a problem for you? Well, the dinosaurs weren't running amok at that point. The kids just snuck off into feels the park. Like, well, it feels like she should have been a baby, better babysitter. And so she deserves to get eaten by a dinosaur? Rich? I mean, one could argue she wasn't high to be a babysitter. <laughs> she was an assistant, well, so... That's, it's that's not really a job. Yeah. So, so she was not a professional babysitter. Yeah, but I'm that's saying, what, so saying that, it, that's it, the difference between no, this no, movie no, and Jurassic in World for me is that <laughs> like kids. the people that particularly I think her name was the character's name was Zari. I think her death in the first one is so over the top and mm-hmm. and just gruesome and undeservedly so that here the deaths are much more deserved. 
Well, they're deserved, but it's just it gets to this point. It's just like this gratuitous dinosaur munching. Yes, it's almost like stuff. going to a movie that's gratuitous robots smashing against each other. Well, the, there's a difference like, here say, because, oh, like, no, you have um, in the first one, it was a you know <laughs> amusement cool. park and trying right. to amp that. Um, mm-hmm. that appeal because mm-hmm. at first you just had little kids riding on a dinosaur. How exciting is that? Right, so yeah. you wanted to see the fighting and stuff and didn't see how bad science made them. And this one, you're weaponizing them. And so you're, they're going to eat people, but they're going to eat your enemy. And so right. here they're showing like, you know, the cartoonist villains that we want mm-hmm. to see get their um, just desserts. They're getting them just here. desserts. I like that. Yes. So. They get their just desserts, and in a way, they are just desserts. Just desserts. Oh, oh. <laughs> See what I, yeah, and like I didn't think it was my point, gr- actually, but thank you for explaining it. No, I I, I actually didn't didn't think it, it was gratuitous in, in this yeah. movie because um like when when you get into the the house aspect of the movie, which is the second half of the film, right? Um, like as has been said, it seems like like there there is a rhyme and reason to who's being eaten and why, and I kind of like um I like that it slowed down the pace and it was more measured and. And how it went about, you know, such mm-hmm. um, such eatings. I guess, I guess you could yeah. say. I mean, it made sense because some of the cast is these characters are trying to help the dinosaurs. They see right. them as animals. I'm. I felt like more. You know, you start off with the animal rights mm-hmm. idea in the movie and what Claire's working for, and I think you right. got to see that play out more in the second half of the movie. And but, then there are people who definitely have more um, sinister interests, or even right. just you know buying them for their own means. And you ha- you have some bad people in this. Oh film. no, there there are. But in my imagination, when dinosaurs run amok, they're going to eat all of us. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's this this happy <laughs> idea amongst well, us that like. I like animals. Well, that's like, the thing. So they're gonna animals most like me. They're going to mm-hmm. pass me by. Well, that's and one of the things that kind of bother me about people. the end because you get yeah. that shot of, like, Blue and there's the sunset. And it's like he's going, you know, Blue gets his freedom and to escape and he's yeah. overlooking the suburbs. I'm like, a whole lot of people about to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that is not the together. beautiful ending like, no, that I saw. Like, I want to talk about that later, though. He's like, literally just overlooking the suburbs. I'm like, oh, that's going to get ugly fast. But it's supposed to be like this beautiful, oh, look, Blue's free to run around. Like, bad idea. Questions for me about like what comes after this film. Oh, it, it make well Ian Malcolm's character makes that clear. We are now living in a completely neo Jurassic world, right? Because like eleven dinosaurs are running around. Yeah, I'm right, not sure which, logically that ending made sense which to me. Kind of made me wonder. You know, don't worry, you, life will find a way. We don't have the military technology to handle eleven dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. felt. It felt yeah. a little well, sketchy to me. Three pterodactyls are hanging out in Las Vegas. I'm pretty sure yeah. we could just shoot them. But I was thinking more of like the film that would like the the, the film that follows. You mean Jurassic so, World three. So let me let me pitch a couple ideas for you. The first I have is Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. dinosaur hunter. Now I want you to imagine him as like Magneto in X Men First Class at the beginning oh, of the film. Cold. Right, that he's going to Argentina mm-hmm. and stealthily <laughs> like stalking dinosaurs. Wait, stealthily stalking dinosaurs. Yes, and yes. murdering them because they deserve it. And I know the panel was perfectly world. glad with them being killed because they deserve it. And he has the fedora hat that Fassbender had on. In oh, 100%. Movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And he yeah. also all of Fassbender's magnetism. charm with all of Pratt's kind of physical comedy. I think I think it's a beautiful it's a quality. Film. That's a quality mash. I have there. one I don't like quite as much, but I want to pitch it to you. It's mm-hmm. Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. Dinosaur Whisperer. No, I think he already is that. Yeah, he kind of is that. What, no, but it, this, would, this yeah. would be done yeah. in this would be done in yeah. the Whisper? style of the Horse Whisperer, oh. which is the worst film ever made. Like of all the films I've seen, I, I have think not seen that it, is the film. But I accept your opinion that I never I. want to see again. We should do a show on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that was another. You mentioned that the the whole like raptor whisperer thing. Yeah. In this one. That's another thing that didn't quite make sense because yeah. I'm pretty sure Blue tried to eat him in Jurassic World. And this movie's based on the whole idea that Blue has this whole like well, he's Blue's protective up a relationship bit. with him. I'm he's like, grown up. but he Blue a... tried to eat him when he was in the cage. He was like a teenager. <laughs> he's grown up. I don't think he it's was just acting out. I don't know. But anyway, so, but that was another bit that of... didn't quite make sense for me. I'm like. Blue tried to eat you in the last movie, and now there's, like, this whole video of how, oh, look, Blue protects him. I'm like, well, that didn't happen. <laughs> All right, I got one more. Now that dinosaurs oh, this another, are... There's another pitch? Yeah, now okay. they're off the island. It can only be a matter of time until we get dinosaurs in space. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right? Then, that's like an alien kind of vibe. Yeah. See, Please. I think what would be good so, would be, like, a buddy road trip movie between, like, the T-Rex and, the, and Blue. Like, just driving cross-country. But how do they drive oh. with those tiny little arms? That's what Blue's for. Well, that's what Blue's Blue for. drives. Blue yeah, clearly drives. He'll be a pickup truck. He knows yeah, how to open will be in the back. Yeah, and he's smarter, I guess. Yeah, exactly. If, he knows if, how to open doors. If they can doors, open doors, they can let drive a car. Mm -hmm. so, Fair enough. Yeah, so I, I like a buddy road trip between Blue yeah. and the T-Rex. Mm -hmm. No, buddy road trip to the moon. Ooh, I like it. They discover dinosaurs on the moon, and they have yeah. to go and save them or something. Ooh, they're hanging out on the dark side of the moon with the Transformers. Oh, oh. So there are now Transformers oh, and dinosaurs even better. together, directed even, by Michael Bay. Even better. Oh, and then the next one is Robo-Dinosaurs. How about this? Oh, my God, oh, Robo-Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Combining your previous one. How about Mr. Blue Goes to Washington? Not bad. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He goes before he Congress. before Congress and just eats all of the bad guys. He eats all of them. Well, he could eat any congressman, right? It would be okay. Right. I'm just thinking of any. Mars Attacks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Him and I Ian Malkin are just debating. There are some, there are some real possibilities, I yes. guess. I guess My point for the third one. Like, where are they going to go? <laughs> no. Where are they going to go what? In your dinosaurs in space? Well, or in the, the road picture or... The horse whisperer. Yeah, they all work. They all, and I imagine they all will work better than whatever actually comes out. Ouch! <laughs> wow. Mm. Well, I, I don't really have a lot of faith in Colin Trevorrow, who's Jurassic World. He's coming back to do the third one. Yeah. So, people seem to like the first one better than the second one of the reboot in the reviews I've read. I saw I, I saw a mix of reviews. Some liked the second one better. I, I thought the second one was. I liked the second one. Better slightly, just because, like I said, there were elements of the first one that never. And the first one also just had. I think the second one benefits from not having to introduce a lot of new people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In that, it's basically just Maisie, Franklin, and Zia are the only new characters. We really don't need Maisie. And and and, <laughs> and, and well, and she's not really in there a lot. Yeah. Um, whereas the last one had, you had to introduce Owen and Claire and their relationship. There's the two tech dudes. There's Mazrani, the 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 guy that owns the park. Like, they had a lot of people. You had to introduce the dinosaurs, too. And the dinosaurs yeah. as well. Like, there was a lot to do. Do we need an Indoraptor? Like, aren't dinosaurs scary enough? No. Like, do we really need the... Uh, yeah, but... Well, part of the premise of Jurassic World was that people somehow got bored with dinosaurs. Yes. Which boggles my mind. Yeah, it's been like, a couple oh, yes. of years. I'm yeah. tired of the dinosaurs. Yeah, so they mm -hmm. had to keep making, like, like designer dinosaurs, right. basically. Yeah, given our, keep interest. our attention span. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In but the 21st century, we probably would get up bored with that. But they don't shoot lasers quickly. yet, so I mean, they right. have to keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> I know with lasers. Yeah. Jurassic yeah. World three. Yeah. Jurassic mm -hmm. World three. What then I liked about, about the DNA. What I liked about the film 
was like Transformers, which you just kind of suggested. Ugh. It's a film that makes us really think about who we are. Transformers does not do that. Well, no, it made me think about who I am and why I was in the theater during the <laughs> <Yes. Yes. laughs> I don't know why you hate Transformers. Because they're awful. So, But if you go back to the villains, like if you think about who the bad guys are that you it's guys so loved good. watching getting chopped, right? <laughs> Eli is kind of the inheritor of a great fortune. Uh-huh. So more Trump kind of trolling there. Um, there's or the Trump just the 1%. The, yeah. s- the sleazy commando says that Claire is, quote, a nasty woman, mm. which is clearly a reference to Donald Trump in politics today. Mm. Then you get all the standard Hollywood stock villains like, you know, Indonesians and other <laughs> Asians coming to the auction. I just love the whole scene when they're um, showing up to the auction and they're just rattling off, oh, those are, you know, yeah. the mafia. That's the terrorists. I'm like, yeah. wow, I'm just getting a litany of, like, cartoon villain types. Like Russians yeah. and Eastern Europeans. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, Russians. By the way, when they show up at auctions like this on the black market, they they clearly have like business cards that like, you know, I'm Igor terrorist, <laughs> you know? Like, like, like Igor they call them, slash it's not what they I call mean, themselves, you know? Like, here they, they're freedom they're, fighters. They're people. Usually you'll have somebody like operating a computer and the bids are coming in and yeah. you never see them, but this time we had a cast. Well, this explains right. why the yeah. cops aren't there. Like, if every single like evil organization was there, you'd think the <laughs> FBI might show up as well. Well, they've kept it the might whole... might have been a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, they clearly kept the whole dinosaur auction operation really low-key. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows when about I think dinosaurs, it. I but, think low-key. But in the auction audience, too, are a couple, like, Old West Texas kind of yep. dudes. Oh, like, yeah, with the big handlebar mustaches well, and whatnot. They don't yeah. want to buy oil anymore. It seems, like, dinosaurs. It, it seems like most of the villains well, came from, like, stock characters on The Simpsons. Like the, the rich <laughs> well, but that's tycoon. because the stock characters on The Simpsons are the stock characters right. that, that kind of populate all of Hollywood history. Yes. So you get this lethal mix of internal and external enemies, right, all at our door, literally in this film and we were, we're enjoying them getting eaten up by dinosaurs and all of this stuff and then we're reminded at the end that Owen and Claire played key roles in building this problem oh yeah mm-hmm. right that we're here because of them mm-hmm. which might get us to ask just how it is that we help to contribute to all the problems we live in today like if this film is trolling Trump and we're like oh my god you know Trump the film's kind of asking us like well like what's your role in the creation of the political climate in which we live yeah, that's actually one of one of the film. reasons. Very deep. That's one of the reasons that I I, I, d- I think this movie is 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 a better made movie than the first Jurassic World. Um, the first Jurassic World was more consistently exciting, I would say. But I, I I like that this one takes the time to slow it down and ask deep questions like that. That's not something that I necessarily expected going in, and I really like that. Um, right. So when you're talking about the joy of watching the bad guys get eaten, in a way, we should we should be wanting the two leads to get eaten too not not quite claire because, and owen. Um, yes claire and owen the, I, I, so if, if you buy the premise at the end that is the bad guy points out to them so before he gets metaphor, chomped that they created it are the dinosaurs the resistance <laughs> i don't want to i don't even want to pursue that metaphor. okay i'm just, I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out how the dinosaurs fit in but no i think um i i would argue that they that they should not be eaten we shouldn't want them to be eaten because um <laughs> we probably shouldn't I, 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 <laughs> Um, I will no, see okay to that. No, no, if we were talking about the first Jurassic World, honestly, I probably, I probably would would think they would be because I didn't really like most of the human characters in the first Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. I thought Claire was hard to like. She was very uptight. She oh, yeah. saw the dinosaurs as as strictly assets. Assets. That, you know, that was that. the word that kept coming up. Mm-hmm. Assets. And you know, Owen, um, like 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 Owen, he he was kind of like a know it all in the first one. He's just like, this is all going to go wrong, which it did. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I. As charismatic as Chris Pratt is, I actually 
I didn't think he was very charismatic in the first Jurassic World. I, you know, the wit we're used to seeing from him, that charm, mm. his humor, it really wasn't there. In this one, they've realized that, and he has some funny moments oh, in here. Oh, it's there in spades. In yeah, this one, right? mm-hmm. uh, to me, that that was a good move on their part. I think yeah. he's a more likable character in this. I think Claire was much more likable. Um, well, you know, yeah, yeah. she's had a bit of a learning curve since the. F- first movie right, right like now she sees the dinosaurs as animals as animals mm-hmm. that have rights so she went from assets to animals yeah. so that was you know very that was definitely growth she showed a lot mm-hmm. of growth in this movie i thought she her character was done better but i like bryce dallas howard a lot i thought, I thought that she was really good i cared yeah. more about her in this than i did in the first yeah. one but she should still pay for her crime right <laughs> well, well yeah I mean, they should like, all like if somebody becomes a better person but you know they were a mass murderer mm-hmm. okay like, but claire wasn't still... she wasn't the one creating the dinosaur she was just in charge of like managing the park and she did a very bad job, she did Boy, a bad that, job you're, that. you're pushing me towards a metaphor of managing assets that i don't think i want to go to but might suggest maybe not the best way to treat living beings. But hmm. I, I think her role in this was to try to make up for yeah, how well, she yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and if she gotten eaten, she totally would have made up. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, I wow. think because I would have come full circle. <laughs> I think these two characters need like that redemption arc, and yeah, and, well, that's and, clear, and hopefully yeah. we'll get that on the third. So in the redemption arc, they so, um, the human race by exactly. releasing dinosaurs into the wild. <laughs> well, that wasn't their decision, though. Yeah. 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 They were going to make a different choice. Yeah, it was easy to let the dinosaurs You know who should make the decision is the 11-year-old girl who just found her grandfather cold, dead in bed. You know, yeah, like let's let her choose. She seems competent. Well, they're all traumatized in one way or another. That's fair. That's fair. But one of the things Rebecca said that I want to talk about a little bit was Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. who I thought was like 100% lovable Chris Pratt oh, he, yep. in this mm-hmm. film. Like mm-hmm. he, like Andy Dwyer, kind of, like Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. So the moment like where he wakes up from being tranquilized and the mm-hmm. lava is oh, getting yeah. ever closer to him and he has to kind of like like throw his body away from it. was <laughs> just some slow-moving like, lava. To me, that was like classic Chris Pratt kind of mm-hmm. physical comedy mm-hmm. that worked so well. Like it just... How do you not love Chris Pratt? And that wasn't in Jurassic World. I think right. they, they yeah. miscalculated how no, to do No, he was much more supposed there. to be like mm-hmm. an Indiana Jones yeah. Yeah. sort right. of character in in the first one. This is more who he is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing to his strengths. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So do you want to talk – do you have questions? I had a couple of things I wanted to point out, but you guys have kind of talked over them and they make me feel bad now. Because I was going to say, one of the things I really liked about the film was, as a vegan, I liked that not all the dinosaurs ate meat. You're going to make me sad about the Brachiosaurus I would say, the bra- you mean the one they killed off at the end when they were escaping the island? Which, the Brachiosaurus? Did you hear how that dinosaur connects back to the first movie? Well, it's the first one they see. When when they when uh, Alan Grant and them show up in the park the first time, the very first dinosaur they see is, is a Brachiosaur. Yeah, but... And, and the same thing happens here. When they go on the island, the first one they see is the Brachiosaur. But they, ju- they actually... There's a lot of articles about this that just came out on the last day. The last Brachy, Brachiosaurus they see... On the island, it is it is the same one as the, the first one? Jurassic Park. It's the exact same one oh. as the first Jurassic Park. So if you weren't traumatized by what happens in this scene, now knowing that makes it even sadder. So he survived yeah. all that. It's like, yeah. oh. but he had a full life. <laughs> you know, like it seems like 
the franchise has been around forever. He lived a full you know? life like, and then died we, the same way his ancestors died. Do we died. know he's dead? Maybe he's swimming to Hawaii right now. <laughs> you know, like, like he could be. He could still well, be. Well, I mean, his corpse might be floating to Hawaii. <laughs> no. What if he's the one that was like the really the last survivor? Like hmm. probably like the oh, very end. Jurassic World the, 3, the, the Revenge of the Brachiosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> he's just walking around Another the ocean depths. Line. He's yeah. going to come up his little head. No, like Godzilla, he comes out of the ocean. Yeah. Yep. He and the, and the Mosasaur, the big whale-like dinosaur, are going to team up. Yeah, he's running the Mosasaur's back. Just going the ocean. Because this time I it's personal. trouble <laughs> making connections with the dinosaurs. I think because... Like, You're soulless? What? That's part of it. Also <laughs> fair. Um, <laughs> oh, I also because, like, we were doing kid, fair or foul. I wasn't aware we were doing that yet. <laughs> as a kid, I never really love dinosaurs. Like, I somehow don't have the gene that all kids have that make dinosaurs. See, what? that's you one of my problems. You didn't see Land Before Time five times before you went to fifth grade or something? No. no um, I just no. I had no See, that's one of the things I've said. The only them, yeah. dinosaur that I, I, I was a big, I was, not a, I was not a big dinosaur kid, yeah. but I loved the Stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. Of course you did. And they don't really show the Stegosaurus much in Jurassic Wait, wait Is that Park. the one that has, like, the double plates going down its back? Yeah. yeah I love the I mean, Why I actually, was that your favorite? I, I don't know why. I just liked it. But I had we had to make like in in fourth grade we had to like make little things out of clay. I made a clay stegosaurus. Did you did you bring his name it when was you Steggy when you did your Pancho Villa presentation? No, no, two separate events there. Two separate events. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm very upset that Jurassic Park doesn't doesn't give credit to the stegosaurus. Yeah, fair. And I'm, I no. guess I'm sort of sad that the original no, you're not. Source is now dead. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Come on. No, you're not. You don't care. I don't. I, you don't, care I more. don't care. You cry more at the death of a Transformer than you did at the death of Brackett. <laughs> I've never tri- cried at Transformers except Tears of Joy. But, <laughs> but you have so cried. Good. So, yeah, no, the Brackett story. Like, I, I, I had read, the, before seeing the movie, I had read some article that said, you know, something about, like, a heartbreaking moment. And, like, when the Brachiosaur walked the first time across, and they were like, oh, look, it's beautiful. I'm like, oh, he did. Oh, my, <laughs> God. That's oh my God. not going to end well. Because well, the other thing, too, I'm like, how are they going to get that thing on a boat? That thing's huge. <laughs> not, so it's a boy dinosaur? I don't know. No, they're no, all actually, female. They're all girls. Female. That's yeah. right, because they they're all genetically engineered to be female unless they find a way. I'll yes. tell you what. Yeah, made, like, they were great the first time. What yeah. made me cry a little bit about this film is something that um, Tamara mentioned earlier. And that is the way in which the dinosaurs are only there to be weaponized in mm. science, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what we should cry about, not the death of a make-believe dinosaur. Though that was also that in really Jurassic exist. World, because the right, but, um, D'Onofrio's character, Hoskins, his plan right. was to, you know, strap cameras on them and send them after Al-Qaeda. But see, of, of course, which, that's ex- <laughs> but that's why this is so ever. sad. What's sense. so sad is that we use science, we view science as Americans only as something, like, to really destroy with. And, As you should. and occasionally, like, something good will come out of it. Uh, like, the military-industrial complex will, like, spit up things that turn out to be good for people. But but it's such a devastating commentary on who we are as no, Americans and people. as people. And they get eaten. Yeah. But don't you see? <laughs> The bad no, we're not. We're, we're no, doing that the, right now as we no, speak. No, no, no. How many gazillions of dollars are we spending on the newest fighter jet? I don't know. Not enough. Right. That's <laughs> 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 the wrong answer. Right? <laughs> the wrong answer is too much. Like, everybody could have health care. Nobody would have to go hungry. But instead, we'd rather weaponize our science. That's what should make you cry, in my humble opinion. But Space you know, Force. <laughs> To go to the moon and fight dinosaurs. <laughs> exactly. I think what, like, brought that Thank you for point. making my point. I think oh, man, what did that, you imagine uh, they do that in the next one? They do the Trump thing and they do it to full space force. 
Oh no. Dino Space Force. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, Tamara. No. The toys but I think what sort of made that even sadder was the auction. Yeah. They're having them in cages right. and like this yeah. lit up runway and like I expected it to, in the background they're gonna play like Right Said Fred, I'm too sexy. Like it's, it's New York and it was just oh like my God, had Right Said Fred come on, it would have been that would be <laughs> It would have been just <laughs> it would have been too much, but that was all that was in the back of my head and it's like oh God. You're writing the song in your head right now. <laughs> I am too sexy for my plates. <laughs> it's, it's I'm too dino. <laughs> or Saurus. Maybe that would work, I'm too Saurus. Anyway, I think somebody was making a point. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yes. But um, <laughs> as far as, like, you know, weaponizing them, dehumanizing them, yeah. I mean, that was, for me, the saddest part of it mm-hmm. all was just seeing, like, you know, billions and, like, millions and billions being thrown for this, these creatures that, you know, have been extinct, and then we got science to bring them back, and yeah. then we got science to make them weapons, and it's just well, like, and then we got bored with them, and then we made them weapons. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we were, we were, trust me, we were making them weapons before we started talking about making them weapons. Don't fool yourself. No, no, that just came Don't up Don't fool yourself. World. It's the subtext. Mm. Of the previous movies yeah. that you've not seen. By the way, no, I've, I've, seen, I've seen all the Jurassic. Oh, okay. I've seen all the you, Jurassic you said, films. That's right. You don't remember. I don't them. remember them. Okay. I find them completely forgettable films. I never. Oh, the ones post the, the first one are like the really popularity of the originals. I just. I didn't. Get oh, the first one's a great like kind of action adventure. Yeah, it's more of kind of, I, it I was like a novelty the first film. One. It was a novelty. The other film, ones are like all... where the special effects were like whoa. Yeah, well, everybody's like yeah. whoa, and then it's like then you realize really there's nothing there. Well, the first one holds up though. I mean, yeah, the first one holds up. Special effects. Not for me. That was like a, you know, a that was a great breakthrough at that yeah. point in time. I mean, and you still, you watch the film now, it holds up. Yeah, I haven't seen The Lost World. It's the only one I haven't seen. So Lost I can't... World is not, is not good. You're not missing too much. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. I think it. Well, they're, they're, the the moment where because they basically introduce Jeff Goldblum's daughter, who's a gymnast. And so the yeah. moment that she does like Boy, a twirl off some bars and kicks a raptor through the window is not yeah. a high point oh. for the franchise. <laughs> that's the part I've heard about actually. Yeah, that's, that's like the one yeah. thing everyone. The only other the moment that's lower like, is I mean, in again, the third one where they bring Alan Grant back and he's asleep one. on a plane Alan. and he has he has the nightmare of the raptor that says Alan. Alan, <laughs> that, that one I'm saying. Yeah. It's yeah. the funniest thing. I feel like I need to see it now. Alan, oh you sh- you should just for that moment alone. Yeah. Oh you should. I'm pretty sure you could find it on like an uninterrupted loop of just the raptor. <laughs> Alan, kind of like the Owen sequence from class. Yes. Owen. Yes. Except it's from a raptor from the train. That's mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Classic film. Yes, it is. That is a film to watch. So, we should do that. But yeah, the other the, the the original was good. The ones that came after it were just very kind of. Bland and you're almost right. They're not, all kind of bland. Not yeah. really good. I mean, yeah, three is just like a weird standalone from what I remember. So when they make a good one, I'll let you know. Yeah, the the I do like the honest trailer because they point out. Um, I think it's in three, like the 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 Alan Grant's light sidekick. Mm-hmm. He's literally walking around the island for hours with a uh, parachute for the one scene where he goes like paragliding off a cliff. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm, not sure. Not sure that was set up well. Good planning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. So. But yeah, they're not. They're Lost World, and I don't even know what. I think the third one's just called Jurassic Park, Park Three. Yeah. Uh, they're not. 
I must have not watched Jurassic Park 3 at They're all. not good. So, yeah, you, you probably saw it and just don't remember it. It's not just you. It's yeah, that's yeah. the thing. None of them are. Yeah, like you remember the first one. I remember going to see two. the first one because it was a big deal. It was right. a big event. Yeah, yeah the other two, event. like they were, they were very clearly sort of just kind of cash grabs, milking the franchise, not really do anything. So I'm thinking about the Indoraptor and the weaponizing, uh-huh. and I'm thinking what a poor job they did. Of? So the, of weaponizing the Indoraptor. So mm. the Indoraptor, like, can it can follow the laser beam. Yes. Um, it can tear its way through steel, mm-hmm. but it can't get through a wooden door on a dumb meter. <laughs> See, like, I like that like, moment because like, it's a callback to the original Jurassic Park. When the when the kids are in the kitchen and they're in they're trying to hide from the raptors and she's trying to slam the metal door down. Yeah. That was the dumb waiter seemed to be a nice little callback to that. But yeah, that was the other thing too. I was like, like that door seems a little plus also It's literally walked through metal gates like they're made of melted butter. Yeah. Right? Like this thing Well the other thing too is that can't it get through breaks the wooden through door. the wooden door on its second try, which is like seconds after the first one and that kid is gone. Like they clearly cloned her with like some super speed. Well how fast do dumb waiters work? I don't know. I don't know either. I would. I would. I would have thought she would not have gotten all the way up in the two seconds between. No. no. Yeah. Speaking of low points in the film, could we? Should we talk about Maisie? I suppose we can. Okay. What do you think? Maisie is clone. I would say in the pantheon of Jurassic child actors. <laughs> Is there, I don't think there is a pantheon. There is. There are No, there would be like no. Because again, what they point out is that if you if you like a. If you look like at a not the, of some sort. <laughs> I can't oh, remember yeah. if the original kids, but all if you look at the the kids that are in Lost World, the Jurassic Park Three, and Jurassic World, they're all children of divorce. Like there's all this divorce storyline uh-huh. um, that nobody cares about because all we want to see are dinosaurs. Um, it's like when you have the people in Transformers. Nobody cares about the people. We oh, I care see about Mark Wahlberg. No, you don't. I do. Uh, I like Mark Wahlberg in the. So I would say she's yeah. perfect yeah. for Transformers. Right? I think he's great. In the, I would yeah, say yeah. Maisie is about as as probably the best of the child actors in the Jurassic Park franchise. In that, wait, is she a child of divorce? No, she's not. Okay, she's not. So Got she's it. breaking okay. that mold, and they also don't really do like she doesn't become the focus until the second half of the film right. whereas the other ones it's all about the kids and I really could care less about the kids because kid actors movies. are the worst exactly yep. the worst. and they always manage to they're find they're there only to be cute and but adorable. the other thing that I love hey I went to a fine art school <laughs> <laughs> oh. middle school and high school oh, so. I should, yeah. and I my should, step niece is a child actor I should acknowledge as well that my daughter is in that, yeah. loves theater more than anything else <laughs> yeah. she spends she spends all of her the time one acting thing that I do so love. I hate all kid yeah. actors except for Hope the one thing I do love and your niece <laughs> the one thing I do love, though, is yeah. that the younger ki- the younger brother in Jurassic World is the same actor that plays the kid in Iron Man Three. Yes, that I do like. I'm like, oh look, well, I didn't notice that. It is, it's the same mm-hmm. kid. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, I, Maisie's as good as the original two in Jurassic Park because all the others are terrible. But her being cloned felt like just too much to me. Yeah. Somehow. Plus, yeah. there's so many cloning films like knocking about right now. It just feels like. Do we need another Blade Runner? I actually liked it. Um, to me, yeah. it logically made sense that finally in these movies they'd get around to cloning people, so I would argue it might be overdue in mm. these films. But I mm. I was hoping they'd do more with it, and that's I'm wondering the thing they if that's going to be part of the like, right. They yeah. reveal that she's a clone, and, and it basically it serves to, to justify why she lets the dinosaurs go, and that's, that's it. really all yeah. it's doing. Right. Unless but there's so more to way, come. Maybe there is. Instead Ooh. of overdue, it felt a little overdone to me. Like, what about? It's, it's another thing in the film. Yeah. But it's just another but here's thing an idea. in the film. The sequel it, to Jurassic World, yeah. Maisie Park. 
It's a park full of mazes. So what you want to do is clone little kids and treat park them as assets that go to crazy. entertain the broader public. Yeah, but clearly they got out of That's control and start eating people. <laughs> oh, no, my no, goodness. First well, DNA with no, wait, by, by the definition of everybody else on this panel, that would be a happy ending, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just, I want to be clear Maybe. about the morality of the <laughs> conversation we've had here today. We can have a... Uh, because like, somehow um, I'm the bad guy in this. Because I don't care about a CGI dinosaur not making it off the I've island. I've got two words for you. Come on, people. Tyrannosaurus Maisie. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Can you see her Indomino face? Maisie yeah. Rex. Maisie Rex. There you go. Yes. Indo Maisie. Indo Maisie. Yeah. Every kind of dinosaur for you. Stega Maisie. Stega Maisie. Or or Maisiesaurus. Bonkyo Maisie. Come on, this is this is this is. I don't know why Colin Trevor Roro is not contacting us for these. Ideas. I don't understand why we don't get contacted by a lot more directors because we are <laughs> yeah. we, we are, are flush with mind. ideas. I'm sorry, I'm get a lot more but yeah, no, I, I agree that the the Maisie as clone seemed like one too many. Like it didn't mm-hmm. really do much. Like I don't know if that's part of the plan for the next movie is to do more with that. Mm-hmm. But like, but I don't know what you would do what with it to do yeah. with that. I don't know. I just to me it was it was weird because it creates this whole other kind of story yes Mm -hmm. to tell yeah but do we really want the people telling stories this way to tell that story Mm -hmm. i'm not sure yeah i'm not sure i trust them anything else oh can i ask real quickly what comes immediately after the film like do you call the cops like uh, what's that call sound like uh 911 yeah i i I'm at this big mansion, and I this girl just let a bunch of dinosaurs out. And I, uh, cops should probably yeah, get here. Yeah, Every single uh, criminal family in the world. No, no, here. no. It's clearly mm-hmm. fine. You just let the dinosaurs run amok, because you know the eleven or so of them are going to fundamentally change the way we live our lives. Well, they can't. And by that, mean kill us all. They can't have babies, right? Until they find a way, yeah. they couldn't have babies in the original, and they managed to have babies. They they can they can find a way because they're female, but I believe their sex can change. Yeah, in well, because they've to got the uh, what is it? Is so it the frog DNA in the first movie that did that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's frog. They've got frog DNA. Yeah, why did they put frog DNA in them? Because they couldn't create the full dinosaur chain, so the full dinosaur DNA chain. So they all so have frog pl- in them. So they so plugged they in. A, couldn't they pick an animal that didn't have a sex change option? Well, they they well they always screw that up. Like they did that with <laughs> they screwed that up in well, Jurassic Park. They screwed up in Jurassic World because the the Indominus Rex is not supposed to camouflage. But like, oh, we put cuttlefish in there, and cuttlefish can camouflage. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't like they test. put I can't remember what else. They put something else in there. Uh, oh, because it it, uh, it can sense like body heat because it's got snake in it. Um, I think it was snake. Some Snakes kind of re- can sense body heat. Yes. I th- yeah, that yeah, that they sense body heat. And so like that's what they've they always can. done is that really? they whenever they yeah. can't complete like the the DNA chain of what they're trying to create, they plug in something that they have. So, yeah. but it's because of the frogs that they they are able to in a single gender environment to change. Wow! So that they can procreate. So we're screwed. <laughs> Unless we somehow manage to kill or capture the 11 of them that are running around, well, you know, Southern I, you California. You certainly don't want to kill them, right? Because they're the good guys to you. Well, some of them are. The T-Rex is always saving people. Yes, the T-Rex Except is my favorite Except for the dude he eats at the, the beginning. Franchise. Beyond that, the T-Rex generally swoops in to save people. Yep. And when it terrorizes to the San Diego or whatever city, when it's released. Oh, in Jurassic, in Lost World. Yeah. No, but that's just because, like, it's been... Tormented and it's angry. <laughs> Plus, it really wanted to get to Sea World. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to free Shamu. Yes. Who doesn't want to go to San Diego? It's beautiful. San out Diego there. is spectacular. Spectacular. So, so sometimes towards the end of the show, I don't know if you, how much more you have. 
Oh, I, I'm, 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 I'm good. I got some fair or foul. We but. do a segment that we call fair or foul. Oh, look we, at that. We go to critics and we pull blurbs and we read them blindly to each other and just and hope to determine each other. And one of us foul. tends to choose quotes that set the other one up to be, you know, made a fool of. <laughs> Maybe true. Mm-hmm. Okay. But not today. Right. Not today. Here's the first one I want to start with. And okay. I think it's, it's the big one. So this is actually the title from a review in Slate mm. by Sam Adams. Quote, it's the, end of, it's the end of the world as we know it, and Hollywood feels fine. Subtitle, movies and TV shows have begun telling us to make peace with the apocalypse. Yeah. Hmm? Fair? Foul? I would say it's fair. Um, maybe because there's so many of these, like, end-of-the-world shows or th- enough to be disrupt what we're thinking of how we invade stuff like you know with Westworld with Jurassic World just Hunger like games like, yeah. like the apocalyptic kinds of films yeah the o- I, Walking Dead on TV yeah. yeah the only thing I disagree with is applying that to Jurassic World because I'd argue that in terms of the apocalypse is 11 dinosaurs running amok doesn't feel the same as say like the zombie apocalypse well, in Walking Dead wait until the third film or Westworld so, like, like that I'm sort of like I don't really feel like that is a, as a apo- like the end really tries to emphasize that it is apocalyptic and so, you know Ian Malcolm's all like oh this is going to fundamentally change life and I'm like I think maybe more dinosaurs needed to get out than what I saw. Yeah. Here's my follow-up question, though. How new is this? What? This sort of Hollywood fascination with apocalypse and coming to grips with, I don't know, U.S. civilization in decline yeah, or I mean, we've whatever. had it since Mad Max. Yeah, I, I feel like Mad Max, oh, yeah. before yeah. Body of the... Um, envision the body snatchers and right. stuff. Well, Planet um, of the Apes, even. Oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah. 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 But the original, right? Yeah. Well, so, I'm saying, oh, yeah, nobody cares about the remake. Yeah. So, so my point being, like, this isn't necessarily new. No, I think it's all in different. Subway, but Americans have long kind of embraced this sort of dance with apocalypse and end of times. And, you know, as a historian, I feel like it's like got something of the Puritans in us, right? That there is this this sort of built into our DNA, like frogs into a dinosaur, is this sort of puritanical way yeah, lost me of, you know, good and evil, a Manichaean battle of good versus evil in the world. That brings up another question I have yeah. about the film. In terms of, like, the whole idea that they need blue because they want to make more Indominus Rexes, and they need blue's DNA. Yeah. And sort of the idea that because blue gets the transfusion of blood from the T-Rex, that... Ruin, like they can't use blue anymore, but the Indominus Rex is a mix of Rex of T Rex and Raptor. So I don't understand why it's blue totally being a mix of T Rex and Raptor is a problem. Well, they were saying that she was like the second most intelligent um, thing on Earth, or something like that. I think that was like a way at the beginning, like why you need to protect blue. Mm. And I think like mixing. The blood, like the DNA, you're not going to get as smart of a creature. Blood transfusions but work that way. That's what I'm going to no. say. Like, I'm going to say something I've never said before. Rich is right. Like the, <laughs> the, the, the blood transfusion. My life has been justified. Your DNA. Well, that yeah, that's it. Changes your. Blood, it changes though, the bl- if, yeah. if they were planning to make more pure blues, that's probably not going to happen now. You could still 
Yeah, like, but I don't think access traits. Traits. as far as I understand, right. it was not no, to make more fur blues, like it was to make more Indominus Rexes, yeah. which are a mess anyways. Or Indoraptors. Which that's the other thing. bad science. The Indominus Rex is a mix of T Rex and Raptor. The Indoraptor is a mix of Indominus Rex and Raptor, which means it's a T Rex and two Raptors. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand, like, <laughs> in my scientific whoa, whoa, way, stop. the way DNA <laughs> works. Uh, it feels like you're taking us to a place we don't want to go. Well, <laughs> you, had, you had T-Rex and What's Raptor, like the and then you had like Raptor, your... and you get the, the... So you're doing your porn Raptor. parody now? No, I'm the... not doing a porn parody of Jurassic World. <laughs> T-Rex <laughs> and two Raptors. <laughs> Walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pizza. Pizza delivery boy. Delivering a pizza. But we can't see your hands. This is the raptor. Yeah, I, I know that was for that was the internal cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's all you knew. I was a T Rex because I had the tiny hand. Somebody order a pizza here. Yeah, well, tiny hands could be pizza. Donald Trump. So, so it's hard to it's hard to call that one. So, but yeah, that was one of the ones that 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 was another element that didn't really quite make sense to me. It was like I don't the the Indominus Rex is a mix of or sorry the Indoraptor is part Indominus Rex which is part T Rex and Raptor anyways so. It didn't really. Yeah. It's possible the science on Jurassic World does not make sense. Really? <laughs> Sydney says it could happen, yeah. and I'm convinced now it could. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on her side. You have any fair fouls? Oh, yes. I've got one here. Uh, so this is from Colin Trevor Rubbero, uh about the forthcoming third film. Who's the direct- director He's the director of okay. Jurassic World. So, right. quote, if I could contextualize each film, I would say Jurassic World you was an action context. adventure. Okay. Fallen Kingdom is a kind of a horror suspense film. Oh, terrible. And Jurassic World 3 will be a science thriller in the same way that Jurassic Park was. What? Oh. Boy, it seems it's foul to me for the reason I already pointed out. He said the one that he just made, Jurassic... He didn't well, make fall, it. He helped write okay, it, but he casually directed it. Fallen Kingdom is a horror film? Horror yeah, suspense. Yeah. A kind if of a is, horror suspense like, film. It's a really terribly done film. Yeah, That's not. where there's too much eating... And not enough suspense building in the film. Yeah. No, for I. Me. The film doesn't build suspense, really. I think it does in the second only half. Well, that, that's the thing. It does it in uh, only in the yeah, second half. Yeah, it, it really, because I mean, honestly, the first half is your action adventure when they're trying to escape the island. Yeah. Right. But the second half is where the suspense and the, the, you know, the suspense horror comes in, which I actually enjoyed. I think that's why I like the second half more than the first See, it, half. Yeah, you could have cut the first half almost and suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I never felt... Well, I, well because I, I think like part of it is... I can see, like, when the Indoraptor is chasing after Maisie and Chris Pratt's character, I can see kind of the elements of the horror mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. When it's running amok with the terrorists and whatnot, yeah, number, that, one, that's that's not, not, <laughs> number one, that's not suspenseful because the no, moment you see them... it's like Friday the 13th. Well, because the moment you see them like trolling film. out the runway with the dinosaurs, I'm like, well, that's going to end badly for everyone in that room. Like, <laughs> that's just not going to work out right. well. There's not, no suspense because I know they're getting eaten. But it's, it's the rest of it. But then, you know... But I, I sort of agree with Alan that it's one half of the second half of the film. But yeah, even that's not... Even that is not well done. Like, to me... She, I don't remember at what point. She's been through the dumbwaiter. She's escaped. She's mm-hmm. like, the dinosaur's out to get her. So where does she go to hide? In her bed. It's a totally logical place. <laughs> right, exactly. Not Just under like, the bed. Like that's, that's <laughs> In a, the bed. That's a poorly done horror film. It's just, it just like, the choices make no sense. No, I'm going to cover myself. But with the sheet. choices make no sense in horror films. But we already this know true, that yeah. if she don't gets go in a, into that room. Well, if she go gets in a dumbwaiter, she'll be fine. Why not get back in the dumbwaiter? She could just go in a loop to avoid the dinosaur. But instead, she gets in bed and tucks herself in. Yeah. 
why? She is an 11 year old traumatized girl. Yeah, because the she's... director wants to have the scene where the hand comes out and kind of mm-hmm. reaches. No, well, he also wants to have the scene where the raptor comes through the window and you get the ticky tack of the claws because that's yes. another reference to the earlier movies. Yeah, that's I like... what you always got with the. I just don't need that. Like, that's, kind of stuff that's probably the moment that was the most kind of horror suspense right. was. Mm-hmm. And it's the moment that's most like what happens in but, the first But Jurassic for it to Park. be a horror film, it needs to be sustained over a period That's, of time, and I feel yeah, like I agree. it never does it in this film. Yeah, I, I agree that it does it. I don't think it's continuously sustained, which right. is a shame, because to me, I'm like, I, like um, the, the the director of this film is J.A. J. Bayona. Bayona, yeah. Um, who, I haven't seen his previous work, but he's done The Orphanage mm-hmm. and A Monster Calls, both of which I've heard are, are good films, especially The Monster Orphanage Calls is apparently was an odd movie. a horror film. Yeah. Monster Orphanage Calls was, a, one of was my an favorites. odd movie. Yeah. Um, and after seeing this, I want to see that because I could tell what he was trying to do with the thriller suspense stuff. And actually, I think yeah. that's also part of why I like the second half of the film better because of what it what it reaches for and what he's able to accomplish. And I think he directs the the smaller scenes with one dinosaur, one person mm. kind of at each other. I think he directs those better than the bigger action sequences in mm. the first mm. half of the film. With that said, um, even though I enjoyed the what I would consider horror, horror the horror elements mm-hmm. that are in the second half, I don't think they're sustained necessarily. Yeah. I like what's there. I wish they were there more consistently. That, w- that makes for yeah. a way better film overall if he commits to that and makes the entire film. Well, it's almost like there's of, two movies because, yeah. you know, part of me, when they got to, you know, like, knowing the film, I was like, okay, clearly they're getting off the island at some point. There's part of me that I would have liked to have seen an entire film that was just them trying to rescue the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And then the next film is sort of, you know, the, the it's, auction. Yeah, it's weird in that Things way. like that. Because it's, it's, like, there's a very, like, you can very clearly see where Act One of the film ends and Act Two begins mm-hmm. in this one. Well, thinking of it in terms of the director's previous work, I've, I saw the Orphanage, and he did that with he did sort of the same thing, much mm-hmm. smaller scale, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. only like takes place in two places, and it's um, a Spanish film. Um, he, um, he goes through that slow burn and then goes into the horror, mm-hmm. and so just translating to Jurassic World, which is like you know humongous thing um he's doing the same thing here but i tell you one thing that scares me with that um quote is the the idea of a science thriller because my least favorite like genre is terms of what it is is psychological horror psychological mm. thriller because it's not as thrilling as it sounds yeah. <laughs> and I am, I am hoping that this science thriller is not going to be the same way mm. yeah so I just finally got around to watching Get Out on HBO mm-hmm. like last week wow. and there's a film that really builds oh, yeah. like a sense mm-hmm. of dread and you, yeah. don't, you don't have to have like the equivalent of eating people people, right, in this film is shooting people or impaling them with antlers. Spoiler alert. Um, I've seen it. Well, for the listeners, oh, okay. in general, it's not you all about at, you. You looked at me. But, so, <laughs> like, that's what I want, like, mm-hmm. in a film like that. Or even the, the, the was it the second Cloverfield film? Oh, where they're buried King in the ground? Lane. Yeah. yeah. Even uh, that has a sense of building to, to, like, in a way that this just doesn't. And that, to me, yeah. is why mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't work as a horror film. That yeah. it, it doesn't have enough of that to right, make it work. Right, that's fair, yeah. Yeah, I'm concerned about the, the idea of the next one being a science thriller in the same way that Jurassic Park was because we've already had that movie. Mm-hmm. Plus, there Rich. are other genres that I think the third movie could be, you know. Horse Whisperer. We talked about that. But I just thought of another <laughs> one because we've got, the whole, we've got the whole problem of, you know, how are the dinosaurs going to procreate? And so I think Jurassic Park 3 needs to be a romantic comedy. It could be. 
Can you think about the meat cute between like two raptors? So okay, when Indoraptor met Stegosaurus? They don't have any Stegosaurus, so unfortunately yeah. no. So that gets but me. Come on, like our, uh, but thinking about the I like the idea of a romantic comedy. Um I have to I'm gonna have to mull that one over. You completely eat me. It's <laughs> not bad. <laughs> show show me the human meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yes. So, speaking of Spielberg, yes, fair or foul? Mm-hmm. Quote: They're certainly trying to be witty, to uh-huh. create cascading Rube Goldberg-esque catastrophes, but the movie plays like a strenuous imitation of Steven Spielberg instead of the real deal. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I I I don't really feel it doesn't the movie does not feel particularly Spielbergian to me. I don't tr- think it's trying to. No, be, yeah, yeah, exactly. No. In that sense that yeah, I don't really get a sense that it's it's trying. I think, I think you guys are missing a, a deeper problem with this quote. Oh jeez. Well, remember our review of Ready Player One? Yes, vaguely. On this show? No. And how terrible it was? Yeah, it's not a good movie. Like Spielberg is now making movies oh. that are strenuously trying to imitate Spielberg. Yeah, well, yeah I he, feel he, the he, same he with Ridley Scott, to too. To um, yeah. Like, when you see, mm. the, um, when Life came out, I thought it was like a poor man's Ridley Scott mm. film. And then he comes up with, like, like Prometheus and then Alien, Res- um, whatever. The Covenant. Last, Covenant, thank you. There's so many of them. Yeah, but I was, I was just, <laughs> and I was like, gosh, Ridley Scott is a poor man's Ridley Scott. And so, right. and, so and the like, same thing with Ready Player One when I saw that, it's like, this is not a Spielberg. It's Spielberg playing Spielberg. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. In a way that just was completely yeah. hollow. And I just no thought of a great idea. Reasons. Yeah. What if you mash for your your dinosaurs in space? Yeah. You mash up Jurassic Park with aliens. I mentioned that earlier. Did you? I oh, I yeah. missed that. That would be really great. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. It was so great you both thought of it. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, Dan, I, don't I, don't listen listen to, I don't listen maybe to Maybe people Alan. couldn't hear that, but Dan just pointed out that you don't even listen to the podcast. I do listen to the podcast. In the I just have a few podcast. episodes to get caught up on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a few episodes? Like 70? No, because we've only done like 68, so it's like... I thought I'm we were at like 72 or 73 at this point. No, I would have done yeah, no? yeah. Okay. we're at like sixty-eight. This, might be 70. this is either yeah, th- yeah. I think the last one was sixty-nine. So yeah, notes. I think this one is seventy. There must okay. be lost episodes okay. somewhere. Well, oh, man, historians <laughs> are going to seek out those at some the point. Seventy that are published. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. but we've 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 shot done like, like yes. seventy-three or seventy-four. Oh, oh we're point. on like ninety, I think, at this point. Yeah, two, three thousand. Still not anywhere near accurate. <laughs> so, anywho, anywho. <laughs> So do you have any more fair foul? I feel like we have another moment or two. Well, I, ha- I, I have one, but it basically says it's a quote basically talking about how Trevorrow and Bayona um, are men standing on the shoulders of geniuses selling oh, a half-baked boy. cash grab, an echo of a blockbuster that packs in the requisite sights, scares and thrills, but has no real reason to exist. That's Dave Sims from The Atlantic. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's kind of true, and people are going to hate me for saying this, the entire Jurassic franchise. Like, the whole point of making a film like that is to make gobs of, oh, yeah, yeah, gobs yeah. of money. Well, and if you want to sit around and pretend like the first Jurassic was art and, you know, <laughs> full of aesthetic pleasures and it was like filmmaking like we've never seen before and never will see a, again. It was that generation Like, you're, you're kind of kidding yourself. Yeah. Like, it's why I love Transformers. Like, you have to accept Transformers. No, I don't. For what they are. <laughs> no, I don't. Right? Like, no, like, I don't. If we want to make Transformers like Shakespeare, then of course it's a failure. No, but, like, no. It, that's it, just what... 
That's what Jurassic is. Any number of but now all of a sudden, the first Camelot one's old enough. The first one's old enough that we can pretend well, like there was some kind of art about it. Well, the first one. No, it wasn't. It was a big blockbuster special effects kind right. of thing meant to make Spielberg lots of money. So and what they're doing now is exactly the same thing. Yeah, they're not standing on his shoulders. They're holding his hand and they're saying, let's jump into the capitalist abyss together. Yeah. <laughs> but these are directors that he basically selected to do yeah. this. It's not that, oh, I'm going to just take old material and, and make billions off of it. It's, he sort of handpicked them to be like, hey, yeah. I got this property. Why not? You know, I'll throw some money into it and you make a movie. It's not like... Um, you know, everybody's standing around, like, he's like, oh, I, I, I can do this myself and, and try it out and just have it with the same um, name. Um, because, like, with, like, it was like Stephen picked out Column because he saw Safety Not Guaranteed, um, that um, right. really small independent movie. He's like, oh, that's, you know, that's a great director. Let me get him and push him for it. Right, but that seems like a very Hollywood kind of thing to do now, too. It's kind of like the Marvel franchise has done a really good job with, right? Is finding mm -hmm. directors that have a real strong sense of their own voice, you know, or their no, own that's what they're art. doing now. Right, yeah. yeah right. It's, it right. took them a while to get I to I mean, that the Marvel right. Universe yeah. to begin but, with, it's but, everything is very much right, similar. But, but my point is, like, they discovered that that was cash, right? That you, that you, if you did it right, you could make a lot of money, and in fact, you might sustain a universe or a franchise by bringing in sort of, you know, people with different creative visions to make these films, but they're still ultimately like making huge blockbuster mm -hmm. films aimed at making money. And I'm perfectly okay with the, the Marvel universe doing that. Like I, we kind of love superheroes a little bit on this show. Attached. Like, I, like I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that, but I think voice. we should just accept it for what it is. You know, it's like an actor who takes the part to win an Oscar, you know, that's like in all of the, you know, like all the blockbuster films and it's like, but I'm a serious actor. And so they lose a lot of weight or they put like, on a lot uh, of weight. Ben Stiller's character in Tropic Thunder. The character, yes. The, the character, character, yes, but <laughs> 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 the not the role. Right. Right. Although I will say that is one of my all time favorite films. It's a great like, it is, it mm -hmm. might be the best Vietnam film ever made. Yeah. And good night, folks. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't. That would have be a good show. However, would be to talk about oh. Vietnam and film. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, no, I, I don't have a problem with Jurassic World having kind of like a more fun tone. I'm not necessarily mm. expecting mm -hmm. Jurassic World one and Fallen Kingdom to become the classics that the first one has. I want to go. I want to have fun. I want to see dinosaurs running amok. Um, I got more than I, you know, thought I would out of Fallen Kingdom with the, you know, with the dis the discussions we've had about animal rights and like kind of like looking in at ourselves. Like mm -hmm. to me, that lifted that lifted the movie for me. I know it didn't for everybody. It did for me. But I mean, I kind of just go to have fun. Honestly, I see yeah. it more as escapism with this. New oh yeah, trilogy, it was, a, it was so. a perfectly fun like summer blockbuster film. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm surprised you're saying this, though, because you will not apply that standard to Transformers no matter they're not how many times we talk films. about the film. They, 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 <laughs> they are nothing but no, big no. action they adventure popcorn films. They assault me with their complete idiocy. <laughs> but that's the beauty of them. No, that's not it's the beauty the of them. It's the parody that Michael beauty. Bay is no. doing of Michael Bay. No, he's not parody. <laughs> how do you not no. see this? He is not capable of parodying himself. <laughs> Other people could parody themselves, not Michael Bay, because he's just too into Michael Bay. And I, well, we're, so, we're going to yeah. have to agree to disagree on that. Yes, we are. Yes. As we have for about 10 years. Pretty much. <laughs> on every show. <laughs> yes. Well, Transformers does kind of speak to everything. No. No, it does not. 
It, it just speaks to giant robots and explosions. Though there was that one with the giant robot dinosaurs. True. Dinobots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, which I was very upset because I loved the Dinobots as a kid. So you didn't, you didn't do them right? No. No. What did he get no wrong? No respect for material. Well, they're supposed to talk. Like, they have oh. names. Oh. <laughs> so I, I should uh, well, warn you for Patrick. Canon is really important. Like, you not do always. not violate the canon. It's not true. There are ways. I'm, I'm fine with certain canon violations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not someone who laments the loss of the extended Star Wars universe. Rich. Don't you dare look at me. Yeah. <laughs> so have it's we only lost gone the extended Star Wars universe? Have we what? We've lost the extended Star Wars universe? Yeah. To a degree. Um, I mean, some of the elements of it have been brought into the yeah. to the reboot. Like, they brought Thrawn into yeah, I mean, Rebels. Basically, mm-hmm. the, the it's my, my understanding the main reason they decided to ditch the extended universe was because a moon fell on Chewbacca and killed him, and they didn't want to do that in the movies. I can't really a blame them for that. A lot of things happened. Wait, a, a, moon, died. a moon fell on him? Sorry, spoiler alert. I, can't remember. They, they did kill, I know they killed That's him in one of the books. Yeah, yeah. Know a, that moon was fell, how. a moon yeah. fell on him, and, like, you know... Yeah. I, I mean, when you hear that, do you really disagree with that decision? That's awesome. but, fell on him. I'm just trying yeah, to figure out the I, I, physics of that. I don't know. Oh, These don't. are good Nazi questions. This is true. He's a big believer in accuracy in his films. But there's no Infinity Gauntlet in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Not yet. Seriously, Dan. So come what? On. Did Wait. Vader just use the Force to pull down a moon? Because that's way beyond no, his capabilities. These, well, these no, are great questions. Was, in another one of the books, he used to put a But Chewbacca has to die eventually. But do, yeah. but does he really like? <laughs> with yes. that, he's, with, in in yeah. Solo, he was 190 years old. He's clearly older in the new trilogy. Still going strong. I mean, who yeah. knows? Well, my thought is, when they come to me to direct the next Star Wars franchise, <laughs> I'm going to call it Chewbacca Must Die. No, I got a better idea. That's the title. Once Chewbacca dies, we have to create a clone of him to bring it back, and it's Chewbacca Park. Wow. Oh, that's not bad. Oh. A whole bunch of. <laughs> and then you've got, got, got the you've got the. Jurassic franchise in space. Chewbacca Rex. Mm-hmm. 